0: Welcome to the Aligned Podcast, hosted by Jess, spiritual medium and intuitive healer, and Allie, intuitive astrologer. A conversation between friends sharing our experiences as we navigate a purposeful life aligned, rooted in earth and guided by our intuition. Together, we'll talk about what it's like to be in flow with the universe, sharing the tools and wisdom that we've used to access our intuition, trust the pings, bring forth healing into our daily lives. You were born with this innate ability to tap into your inner wisdom. We'll discuss how to clear the fears, limiting beliefs that keep you from accessing your highest potential. Our intention is to provide support and create a community for anyone curious about their own spiritual path, regardless of where you're at in your journey. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode.
1: back to the Align podcast. My name is Jess. I am a spiritual medium, an intuitive healer, mentor. I am here as your solo guide today. Ali is taking a break. And so here we go. I wanted to catch you guys up on just some things and themes that I've noticed that have been playing out even within my, um, my practice and the ways that I drop in for myself. And then seeing those themes also reflected back to me through my clients, through my friends, through my children, and something that feels really important to share the spirit um, is coming through because I have opened up the floor to allow myself to channel any like divine wisdom or words of inspiration for the world of spirit. And they're really be having me tap into um, the medicine of Hawk. And for me, whenever I feel into that beautiful creature, it really is this feeling of seeing things from a bird's eye view, seeing things from the highest perspective, like almost as though I'm going to elevate my awareness or my feelings or my emotions up from a situation and so that I can just see as an observer from above my experience and what's going on. And it feels really important to share this because maybe some of you are feeling a bit overwhelmed by some emotional things that are coming up for you, whether it's related to family, whether it's related to your partner, your children, maybe it's related to your work Um, They're showing me um, the color orange um, and bringing me into my clairsentience. And so it does feel like this, you know, again, being able to rise out of this emotional layer and to see things from the highest perspective. And something that spirit is sharing in this moment is just to remember who you are and remember your mission is actually what I'm hearing. And so I'm feeling into the world of spirit and just to gain more clarity on like, what does that mean even for myself? And for me, when I tap into that, it feels very much aligned as I have a lot going on in my physical world. Lots of changes happening, lots of remodeling happening. Um, And a lot of the stuff that is going on within some of my homes is really out of my control. I've shared on previous episodes that Paul and I, Um, We have uh, real estate in different areas. We have a big bear cabin. We have a desert oasis. Um, And those houses have been reflecting back to us energetically and physically in ways in which we are maybe not looking at some of the deeper stuff that's going on. And what they're showing me right now is how there was a storm that came in just recently. My husband had to go to the desert house. A huge storm came into the desert um, and created some leaking within the home from the ceilings, um, from the new sunlight, from the new air conditioning ducts, um, and just, I guess, some older areas that maybe needed some attention. And in that moment when my husband told me what was going on, I was able to lift myself up out of the emotional conversation and allow myself to just view like what is happening in this experience and how can I stay so rooted into the earth that I do not allow myself to be drawn into maybe his emotional perspective, his frustration. And I'm kind of giggling because they're showing me exactly what happened in slow motion. And again, um, I'm laughing again as well because spirit will, you know, give me these teaching moments in my, in my life so that I can understand them and then hopefully share them with you, the listeners, my clients, um, my students, um, to help them along their path. And they're reminding us that it's very easy for us to get pulled into the emotions of our everyday life. But if we can remember our mission, if we can remember who we are and who we are at our core being, at the deepest parts of ourselves, who our soul is, we'll remember that we can see things from the perception of love and from compassion and from understanding. And it's easy for us to fall into the human experience of reacting from our trauma But during this time, they're asking us to try to, again, breathe, drop into the heart and allow yourself to see it from your soul's perspective. Something else that they're also bringing into my awareness is that a lot of this emotional frustration is really about us denying the uniqueness of who we are, us not allowing ourselves to be seen and maybe like what we would classify as weird those weird parts of ourselves and that can re- can create some disharmony and some disruption within our emotional body i mean in our nervous system i mean i work with a lot of women who are facilitators who are also healers and thinking about some of the conversations that I'm holding space for, right? It's like, oh, I know I'm meant to launch this experience, but I don't want to be judged for what I'm doing. And that goes back to like remembering who you are at the, at a cellular level, like remembering that we have such a deep purpose to do something greater for the collective and whatever that means, right? It could be moment to moment. It could be you know, you dropping into your spiritual practice to just give you some sort of peace and guiding light through your journey here on earth. It could be somebody like me who chooses to use this light to hold space for others and teach others to activate within themselves. Um, and how we can embrace these parts of us ourselves that maybe were classified as strange, unusual, odd, or let's just say it, and weird. And I know that a huge part of my journey was untethering that suit, that ego suit that wanted to be so quote-unquote normal. I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to go against the grain in stepping into my intuitive abilities and wanting to understand fully the world of spirit. And in essence, I was denying my soul its ability to fully step into its expression, right? And so that created a lot of disharmony in my body. That created a lot of illness in the body. That created a lot of resentment in my body. That created a lot of anger in my body. And then, you know, of course, and I was like, I have no energy. I feel tired all the time because I wasn't in alignment with what my soul. Had planned out for me in this physical world. And so when I find myself working towards those things like leaning into self-development, leaning into those parts of myself that feel like I need to outsource my power like leaning into those parts of myself that maybe feel uncomfortable or not so confident and nurturing her and loving her so that I can actually feel very comfortable and coming out and saying, hey, yeah, guess what? I talk to dead people. Maybe you think that it's weird, but this is who I am and this is my uniqueness, right? Or maybe it's something different for you because I know not everybody that listens to this podcast is curious about mediumship, although I think a large majority of you are. Um, I don't know why I choose to sit on the floor when I record these podcasts because every time I do, my feet fall asleep. And then I have to adjust, and then you guys hear that in the background, so I apologize. But what Spirit is sharing with me currently is that over a series of years, we're really just going to be loving ourselves or learning to love ourselves and learning how to embrace those unique parts about ourselves. We're learning to love and embrace all parts of ourselves that have experienced the highs and the lows. And we're learning to love ourselves and we're learning to unearth, I guess the essence of shame and bringing it to the forefront. And how can that become my superpower? How can that become the medicine that helps the person next to me? Who's also feeling these things and who also feels uncomfortable and left out because I'm going to be really honest with you with my journey the theme amongst the community that I am in is oftentimes we're in hiding because we just don't want our family to disown us. We don't want our friends to think that we're weird. We don't want our partners to not support us. And so there is this level of insecurity that can come forward, and it happens in in many things, not just in the spiritual community where you're maybe wanting to hold space for others or start in. Um, uh, you know, your own business and working with clients. And what's really magical about this time is that we're remembering who we are. We're realizing that in the collective, things are being shaken up at such a degree that it's almost shocking that some things are happening in the world. But I, I do believe that that shock comes with purpose. It gives us the opportunity to awaken a bit, to go, wait a second, is that my truth? Is that something that aligns with my heart? Whereas prior, maybe I would have been like, oh, I'm just going to go with the community and just do what everybody else is doing. And I am finding that more people are asking more questions and are more curious and are kind of questioning what's being shared or shown or taught because the truth is, is that we are tapping into our, unique soul our unique soul essence and we are understanding that our greatest teachers are within and so something that happened last week because now as I'm like shifting gears they're reminding us of the importance of community and the importance of physical touch and the importance of being in company with others and how we have had to, in a way, separate ourselves from the ones that we love and care about. and Maybe it was by choice and maybe it wasn't. And maybe some some families were separated from one another based on fear um, because of, of, of unfortunately, what was going on in the collective. Uh, I'm going to choose my words wisely here so that we do not get flagged. But I was just speaking with a client today who said she... Hasn't spoken to uh, one side of her family at all because they didn't agree with some of the choices that she made during the pandemic. And now we're kind of seeing how the government and the news are now saying the opposite. And now how those who are vaccinated and those who are not vaccinated, it used to be this like it's us against you. And now it's like, oh, everything's fine. Doesn't matter. Everything's fine, you know, and so it's, it's really interesting that we're now seeing this narrative in the collective, but I also think it's amazing because it awakens us at a cellular level to understand that something doesn't feel right, and so I want you guys to really embrace those parts of yourself that are so unique, and this is why I love teaching. I love, 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 love teaching because A part of how I teach, the largest part of how I teach is embracing who you are and what your unique and innate abilities were since childhood. And so when I work with my clients, my guides will show me, they'll allow me to feel, they'll allow me to see, they'll allow me to hear. They'll allow me to know how my clients read energy, how they innately came in with certain healing abilities naturally. And they will show me in the ways in which they have maybe turned it down, or maybe the ways in which they haven't trusted it up until this point. Or they will just give confirmation on the way that they've been reading information, because maybe there's like a little bit of doubt there, like, is this possible for me? And so that's what really makes it fun. So when they someone comes to work with me, I'm not trying to make them Read energy like me. I'm not trying to recreate the model so that they're delivering their medicine like mine. I work with the world of spirit to tap into their unique. (laughs) It's really cool the way they're showing this to me. Sorry, I got distracted. Their unique love, their unique light, and their unique way in which they can communicate with unseen realms. And so again, it's like, we're going against the mold here. And spirit is just like giving us permission in a sense, but they're also saying, but it's not permission. It's just like, it's like a a choice. We're getting to choose to awaken to these abilities. And some of us will express them in a, in a, in a deeper way. And some of us will use them as a guiding light um, and know that it's all available to us with a little bit of practice and a little bit of intention. And ultimately it's about opening up the heart and creating some, some healing and some self-development and those things will act like actually open naturally. So today they're just like really, really wanting to share that you are so unique and you are so different with purpose I talk to so many people who will say they just don't feel like they fit into this body. They feel like they don't fit into this world. They feel like they don't fit into their families and they feel so different from their friends or maybe their partner. And I'm my, my reaction is usually like, and what is wrong with that? Isn't it unusual that society will like shame us for, who we want to be because maybe there's fear of who they don't want us to become. Did I say that right? I think I did. I just felt it through my body and I might've like jumbled that up again, but I think you get the point. Right. And so I really want you guys to just own it. Just own who you are. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. And sometimes people are like, well, how do I remember? (laughs) And what I love to do is, like, lean into the soul work. Lean into that soul work. It's, like, what did I love to do when I was a kid? And, like, you think about the things that you wanted to do when you were a child. And I'm not talking about the programming of things or, like, the expectations that maybe our family put on us. And, they're, they're, you know, because oftentimes that happens, right? Like, the, our parents can um, – Redirect us and hoping that we we would fulfill maybe some of the dreams that they didn't fulfill or maybe follow the same footsteps that they did. And but if you really think about, we you were young, maybe kindergarten, first grade, maybe even a little bit younger. You know, some of us sort of have an easier time remembering those younger years. I know I have flashes of like two and three, um, but it's like, what did I love? And I can remember being really little. I just loved being outside. I loved digging in the dirt. I loved playing in the mud. I loved getting my shoes dirty, my hands dirty. I just I loved it. Went out and did my mom love it? Absolutely not. Like She's old school, feel, you know. It was just like, no, you don't do this. You, don't do that. you know, like very, 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 like the exact opposite of earthing. It was more about you know, cleanliness, you know. But that, when I tap into that, I'm like, oh, I well, wonder why I loved it so much. It's so close to Mother Earth. It's so close to that healing. And so I now I lean into that a lot. I lean into Mother Earth because that is a connection to the divine. It's a connection to my soul. It creates quiet moments where I can connect with the deepest parts of who I truly am. I love doing soul work by you know, creating meditation. I love to go into like um, guided journeys led by music because my soul loves music. My soul loves to journey through sound. And, um, and so I lean into that and that helps me get into alignment with who I am. I love to be surrounded by beauty. I just, I, I love it. I love decorating my home. I love, you know, um, textiles and you know furniture and like all these things and so I surround myself in the things that my soul absolutely loves because in an essence it's like nurturing that sweet those sweet parts of myself and it allows me to get quiet and create and be in that beautiful energy and then I can connect with the real parts of my soul that want to fully express and that took a lot of practice though because I you know, I was conditioned to do things, you know, like I was grew up in a military household. It was very masculine energy. And now I realize that so much of my feminine energy was asking to come through. And I just didn't have the knowing of how to pull that through when I was younger. Um, and I'm leaning more into that now, you know, with my feminine business, I really lean into that feminine energy. There's still certain masculine parts that I lean into, but I essentially will really, really play with this feminine energy of just being in flow and not being in so much of this control energy. And when I allow myself to be in that flow and I allow myself to embrace the uniqueness of who I am, I allow myself to then remember what my soul mission is, like what I am here to do. And so I know with certainty that I am meant to help others and serve at a greater capacity. I am meant to teach others. I love to teach others about this work. I love to help guiding. I love help guiding others um, back to their teacher within. I love tapping into each individual client and showing them through like a guided meditation, like where their energy could go. I love it. I love to teach. And so I had to do quite a bit of self-development and healing to get to this point, but I made a commitment to myself. I made a commitment to myself because I wanted to feel good in my body. I wanted to feel passion in my work. I wanted to feel creative. I wanted to not, like feel joy, like true joy, like not joy through like going out with my friends and drinking alcohol. Like, cause that's how I used to find my joy previously was like, it was very external. I needed to be around a lot of people. I needed to stay busy. I needed to you know, talk to 15 friends a day. I needed, and, and now I'm realizing that my, my soul loves quiet time. And so I would really encourage you to just kind of give yourself these moments of like quiet time when you can really ask yourself, like what is my soul desire? Like if money wasn't an object or of time, Wasn't something to be considered if I just had all the free time in the world and I didn't have any responsibilities and I can just do anything that I wanted to do or I can cook anything that I wanted to cook or you know or just be anywhere that I wanted to be like where would I be? What would I be doing? And what would that feel like? And I would encourage you to incorporate a little bit of that into your day. Like for me, like I don't know why. I have no idea why. I didn't even start drinking coffee until I was 31 years old. And even then, I don't even drink like, I drink like I'm, I'm very bouche. I like, I, like, I love an milk latte. But I love the ritual of bringing out my favorite pottery, like my favorite mug. I love the ritual of, you know, steaming and frothing my milk. I love the ritual of like blending the cinnamon and there's something about it. It's not even so much about the flavor. It's not even the need for the caffeine. It's there's just something about it that like lights me up. And so I make time for that. Like, I'm like, Ooh, I'd love to do that. I love, 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 love to walk in this area. Hermosa beach, it's called the green belt. It's underneath all of these beautiful trees. You know, there's lots of birds and butterflies. There's lots of other people with their dogs. People are so friendly. Like, I absolutely love, love, love to do it. My soul loves to be in that environment, and so I make time for it. And I just kind of ask myself, like, what is my soul when doing this? What my soul loves to dance, and she likes to freaking like hip hop dance. And so every now and again, I'll embarrass my kids and I'll just break it down. And it really lights me up. It really puts me in this really expansive. Fun, I'm giggling, I'm laughing, and when I'm in that state of true like bliss and silliness, I feel the most connected to my soul. Right, and then they think about the times where and I so I watch it with my daughter so much. You know, she's at this age; she's 13, and she's she's I'm watching her dim her light because she wants to fit in, and I'm like, oh my god, I didn't remember that. I didn't remember that. I'm always telling her embrace those parts of you that are so unique and so different, you know. And all I can do is just remind her of that, and hopefully, that seed will get planted and she'll remember that throughout the day. Maybe she'll remember it in five years, and hopefully, it'll be something that she will lean back into when she's not rebelling against being a teenager with his evil mother. <laughs> But it's like, oh man, I just, we waste so much time just trying to fit into the mold. And spirit is like, embrace that uniqueness and remember who you are because that very special part of yourself, there's nobody like you. There's nobody on this planet like you. There's nobody on this planet with the same frequency as you. There's nobody. That is so awesome to think. Like, there's absolutely nobody who can recreate you. Speaking of recreating, it's funny because as I said that, I was like, oh, it's so true. Um, recreating, there's these frauds, you know, making these accounts, posing, like somebody made another account, pretending like they're me. And it's like, they cannot recreate Jessica. They can, they can try. They can try but they can't, they don't have the same frequency and the same heartfelt harmony that comes through my voice. They don't have it. And I can't try to recreate myself as the person next to me. I can, I can look up to some of my mentors and my teachers and my peers, and I can admire who they are. But I also don't want that to dim those parts of myself and go, man, I wish I was like, because we all can be guilty of it. I know, especially for me, developing in the mediumship world, oh my gosh, it's like, wow, I want to read like that. And spirit is constantly reminding me, yeah, but guess what? This is how we're choosing to work with you because this is how you, you are in the way you work with the world of spirit. And that's the greatest gift that they ever gave me, to be honest with you, is a reminder that I have my own unique role to play in this world. It is not like yours, and it is not like mine. I am not going to be like you, and you are not going to be like me, but we can admire one another, and we can have all this yummy goodness for one one another, but do not let any of that dim the light of who you are. (sighs) Ah. Here because I can hear my son and his little friend. It's summertime here in California, still, kids aren't back in school yet. I can hear them sneaking around the windows (laughs) and like trying to be like blue and sneaking and like looking around the corner. And so, I'm just sending them some love with that, again, that playful energy. You know, that childlike energy, no care in the world, just having fun and joy on their face and just the sweet little giggles. But um, anyways, I just wanted to hop on here and just share that beautiful download um, from the world of spirit. So if you take anything away from this episode, it's just embrace your uniqueness. Remember who you are. Begin to remember who you are. Anyways, you guys, you have a wonderful, wonderful day. As always, if you feel inspired to share this beautiful message with somebody else, please do. I always appreciate it. Um, and if you feel called to leave a positive written review on iTunes or Spotify or any other podcast platform. We appreciate it. My sis Allie will be back soon. She was a little under the weather, but it sounds like she's turning the corner. So we will be gathering together to do a episode for and I, and then we have um, an amazing guest coming on soon. So you guys stay tuned for all that. Um, we're going to be doing promos on um, some of our guests' That will be on the episodes um, coming into September. So you guys have a wonderful day, and as always, we love you.
0: If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with friends and family, and follow us on Instagram. For more details on this episode please see the show notes. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.